the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Stephen Tubbs show with Randy Corcoran from Saturdays, my new time, 5 p.m., starting this coming Saturday. Hope you will come along and check it out. Steph will be back tomorrow. And um, in addition to the regular bumper music, which has been pretty darn good, I have to say, we have been paying tribute to Freddie Mercury, the lead singer for the band Queen, who would have been 76 years old today. Died in 1991 at the age of 45. Having a good time with you as well. Phone number 303-696-1971. 696-1971. We'll get to Jim here in just one second. But in case you didn't know, the creepy, sleepy, installed, putative, sleeps with his daughter president of the United States, the keeper of the nuclear codes, was in very, very fine form today in front of some unions. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Huh? God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. I'm sorry, one more time. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. God, I hope God doesn't do whatever he's talking about there to our troops. Um, oh, and he lied so much. Wages are up. Wages are up. Wages are up. Um, no, they're not. Uh, he was also very cheery on this Labor Day as he met with the unions in Pennsylvania. Well, you know, I think this is getting to be a pretty good, uh, a good year for a Labor Day. Really? Because we're in a recession. Inflation is wiping out any gains that anybody might have if they got a cost of living increase or some kind of a wage increase as we go. Um, Excel is turning off certain people's thermostats because, you know, we can't actually use our air conditioners when it's hot outside. If you're in California, you're asked, oh, please. We want you all in electric cars by 2035, though we're not going to sell another gas car in 2035. Get those electric cars. Get them while the getting's good. Get them while the federal government is subsidizing them to the point that maybe you can afford them if you, I don't know, give up your house, don't eat for a month. But don't plug them in over the weekend because we're short on electricity. You know, don't you, that the electricity that comes out of from through the electrical grid as electricity is the least efficient energy that we have? The 
production of that electricity loses a lot of the power during the production. It's far less efficient than clean coal, far less efficient than clean gas. Anyway, I did not plan to talk about all of that. It's just Joe Biden inspires me so much with his clarity of thought, with his crisp, tight, forward-thinking, motivating, all-encompassing, unifying messages. If we elect two more senators, we keep the House and Democrats, we're going to get a lot of unfinished business we're going to get done. What? If we elect two more senators, we keep the House and Democrats, we're going to get a lot of But at least we know, and Jim, I'm getting to you next, we know, we know that if something happens to our dear leader, like the 25th Amendment, the Democrat Party realizes he is such a drain on their ticket that they utilize the 25th Amendment, or maybe his wife, his former babysitter, his former lap-sitting 14-year-old babysitter of his children, now wife, maybe she decides it's time to take him out of the public sphere and quit torturing him like this. But... If we lose, so dear leader, stop that. If we lose, dear leader, we have Kamala. The strength of our nation has always been that despite the odds and the obstacles, mm. we push oh. to move forward. Yes. That we are guided by what we oh. see that can be unburdened by what has been getting so worked up. Thank you, Kamala. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together. Why does he talk like that? To address these issues, to tackle these challenges, <sighs> and to work together as we continue to work together, operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on <laughs> to galvanize global action with that i thank you all oh, thank you this is a matter of urgent thank priority you. for all of us and i know we will work on this together it is a matter of urgent priority that she find a new speechwriter. that we are guided by what we see that can be unburdened by what has been <laughs> i'm sorry i gotta hear that one just one more time that we are guided by what we see that can be oh. unburdened oh. by what has been. Oh, I need a shower. I'm so worked up. I, Leroy, Leroy, you try, okay, one more time, Leroy, then we're going to go to Jim. That we are guided by what we see that can be unburdened by what has been. The absolute best that the Democrats have to offer Creepy, sleepy, shower with my kid, Joe, and Kamala, who cannot put one thought after the next, even on her very own teleprompter. It really is terrifying. All right, Jim, I'm sorry that I put you through all that. Once I get started, I just can't stop. But welcome to the show, and good afternoon. Good afternoon, Randy. I um. I've been thinking that uh, with my kids off to college, it's uh, my concerns with it is not the grades, 
not, you know, the extracurricular activity, but it's concerning the fentanyl is my concern. And it just comes to the conclusion that there has to be parts of our federal government that are becoming individuals that have become incredibly rich by allowing this to happen. And I honestly believe there's parts of the Biden administration that are facilitating this. There's no other explanation of why this would be happening. Well, th- this seems like an opportune time to play someone. I don't think I've ever played on uh, Wake Up with Randy Corcoran or filling in on other shows here at 710 or any other station that I've been on. Um, and I-, I don't think a lot of Americans are that familiar with David Icke. David Icke, is, he's a uh, former broadcaster from England. I think he used to do sports, football, which, of course, would have been soccer there, other sports. He's written a bunch of books. The left, you know, he's a conspiracy theorist, you know, what they like to like to call these guys. But he is asked a question um, about what's going on with the farming in in Holland. You probably have seen some of the stories about the, the massive protests going on there, what their government is trying to do to their farmers. And I, I think this may just an- I think this may just answer your question, Jim, and I'll come back to you after we hear from David Icke. Has the Dutch government, a guy called Rutter, the prime minister, completely owned by the World Economic Forum, uh, Klaus Schwab, why has he just announced that the Netherlands, the second biggest exporter of food in the world, is targeting farmers to destroy them and get them off the land, which is where all these farming protests in the Netherlands have come from. At a time of food shortages and supply chain problems, You are targeting the second biggest exporter of food in the bloody world to destroy its farming base. Why are you doing that? Here it comes. If people depend on you for what's left of the food, you control them. Where food is abundant and cheap, you do not control them. Where energy is cheap and abundant, you do not control them. Scarcity equals dependency equals control. And that's why they're targeting the food chain, they're targeting the energy supply, they're targeting everything. That's why they're keeping the borders open. That's why they're letting fentanyl come through, the chaos, uh, the terror. Some of these stories of, I could see why you'd be terrified having your kids at school Jim, have you had those conversations with them? Or do you do they know just how dangerous a simple pill can be? Well, time and time again. And uh, it's kind of I just I become a broken record with them because all it takes is one time going to a party and they're lacing the uh, marijuana with fentanyl. And, uh, you know, then they're dead. And, you know, it's something as simple as taking what you think is an aspirin and it turns out to be fentanyl. We hear these stories all the time in the news. And, you know, it's just, I cannot, why are we putting our next generation that will be the leaders at risk, but for one reason, that there are people within our government, like like we've just heard, that would prefer to control people by, I guess, I guess we could say the drugs now coming in is by controlling a part of our population. It just, to me, I would never have thought that. I There is a undercurrent of this government 
which includes some Republicans that are becoming rich off this as well. But there is a significant part of Democrats that are becoming they're in tight cahoots with the cartel. That's why it's all over this nation. That's why it's not being stopped. And until more, I guess, politicians die from this, nothing will happen because it doesn't bother them. They just become rich off of it. But no, it's I'm terrified of it because it's all over this. It's all over Colorado. Jim, you could not create a manual for the takedown of the United States of America and have it be any less explicit than exactly what the Democrats are doing to us right now. From the open border to the support. Yeah, go go ahead. Yeah, I'm just going to say there's no other. uh, How else would you allow this? Your own government who's designed to protect you yet is literally enabling this. Our government is enabling these drugs to come into America. Our government is doing nothing to prevent China from shipping these to Mexico. There is no other explanation when you have that. They are enabling. They have to be in partnership with the cartel. And, and that's the sad thing. Our government is not our ally. In so many aspects concerning what we see going on with the FBI, they are not our ally. They are more concerned about suppressing us and putting us in jail than they are protecting us. I'm not... I'm not familiar with this news source, um, Jim. Centennial State News, don't know anything about it. This just came to me on Twitter. But uh, here's what it says. Another tragic crime statistic. Denver drug overdoses reached the highest rate in Colorado history, up 91% since 2018. The spike came after Polis's deadly 2019 law decriminalizing drug possession under Jared Polis, Colorado has become the most dangerous place to be a kid. Wow. Yeah. Why isn't Heidi Ganahl talking about this? She does. Is she? I mean, every speech, she better be talking about this. Because yeah. you know what? These are the issues that people are going to vote for her versus Polis. These are the issues that people are concerned about. Those people that have kids will vote for somebody that's going to stop this versus having this happen. She, I, I haven't heard her talk about it, but if you say she has, I'll take your word on it. Yeah, I heard Every her. Time I, she should be talking. I agree. I, I heard her. Um, the last time I heard her was when the, the last. Same with Joe O'Day. Yeah. Joe O'Day needs to be talking on this. These guys, they're, they're, they're not MAGA people, but they need to be going on. They need to be going on the Biden administration and their failures, you know, and how our Democrats who are enabling this in our state, they need to be going on these issues. That's how they're going to win. They're not going to vote on popularity concerning polis. They need to go on rock-solid issues. This is a rock-solid issue. These are The inflation is a rock-solid issue. They need to hit on these big three concerning the open border, the drugs, the inflation. If they do those three things, I don't know anybody that would vote for polis. Well, or, Jim, uh, you know, Jim, uh, Dennis Prager was in town last week, and uh, we had this wonderful cigar night at the View House, and he was in just uh, typical Prager form, telling the truth right and left. He hedged a little bit about the election, although he talked about being in tw- uh, 2,000 mules and, you know, what an impact that that had. But he, he was asked 
what advice he would give to Republican candidates as we head into this contentious last, uh, what did we figure, 70 days? I forget what we figured out, about 70 days now till the election, I guess. And, um, and he said, don't run against your opponent, run against the evils of the left and everything that they're doing to our society. And that encompasses the big three things that you just talked about. So um, you're in good, in good hands, with, uh, in good company with your opinion on how these candidates, including here in blue Colorado, can win this particular year. Well, I wish they would have been at that meeting. Did any of them attend it? No, no. (laughs) Wouldn't that have been good? It would. It would. Well, Heidi's doing good. I think Joe is doing his own thing, and and I don't think there's any talking to him. But uh, are you you one of the folks who's hesitating at all to vote for any of these Republicans, or will you go ahead and, and pull the trigger and hope we can make a difference? I'm thinking, you know, somebody that I think... Like I said, uh, Heidi Ganahl, I think she's a she would be a wonderful change. So I have no question about it. I know less about Joe Day, but I can't imagine them being any worse than Bennett. And by sheer fact of them being part of the Republican Party, I'm hoping that they would see some light. Like like I say, most of the times that stuff is getting passed, it's without any gut of Republicans voting for it. So I'm just thinking from the point of view they can change a little bit at a time. Yep. And uh, they, they've got to be better. They've got, they've got to be better than what we've got in place. These people are nothing but yes men for Biden and, you know, lap dogs for Biden. And, you know, that guy is, I don't know, there's, there's got to be some divine reason why Biden is the office right now to bring us to our knees. I love, that, love that you just said that, man, because for months before Biden really went off into the satanic rant like he did last week with the blood-draped Independence Hall um, I've been saying all along that we have to go through this. This is part of the Great Awakening. It takes this kind of pain to get people's attention because we still have comfortable lives here in the United States. People need to wake up. It happened in Virginia with the moms. It's happening in Denver with the deaths. And for a host of reasons around the country, people are waking up. And uh, and I do believe that it's divine. I think we're on God's timetable, and we're on the right side of this argument. And there are good times ahead, although we may have to suffer to get there. I agree with you. Let's just hope there's enough Americans that agree with us into that, because I don't think we can we can survive another four years or even two years if we have a Democrat-controlled government. I, I really don't. Well, let's, I, let's all get on our knees. Let's all get on our knees and tell God we're, we're right with him along for the ride. I agree with Amen. you. Amen. All right, Jim, all right. thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Jim's line is open, 303 696 696 degrees now in Aurora, 96 over there in hell otherwise known as the crime capital of America, Denver, Colorado, and uh, going to be a hot few days. So um, whatever that means, we're just, as I said a moment ago, along for the ride. Hope you'll stay with us. I still want to get into some of these Denver Post articles. I've got some great audio, the contrasts from the Biden satanic rally in front of Independence Hall with Marines and blood and a backwards flag. Man. They couldn't be more obvious. They're hysterical and and evil intentions for the United States of America, could they?
absolutely amazing. We'll get back to some more of your calls. And uh, anyway, we're just going to carry on. I hope you stay with us. It's the Stefan Tubbs Show here on your Labor Day Monday on 710 KNUS. Uh-huh. I, I could do music radio again part-time. I don't think I could do it full-time, but it sure is fun. And on this particular day, we are celebrating, paying tribute to somebody I never get tired of listening to, the lead singer, the late Freddie Mercury, would have been 76 years old today. You wonder when you hear a song like that, lyrics like that, if it was somewhat prophetic, you know, because that that dude definitely burned out. I mean, he he lived on the edge. But, uh, oh, man, the music is so darn good. All right, it's 527. Stefan Tubbs show, still hot outside. I heard on the news break, traffic really sucks coming in on I-70. And uh, I could if you're on I-70 and you have a phone that works, Call a show because why in the world would you plan a trip that has you on I-70 coming home on Labor Day? I, I just won't do it anymore. I And I know I've got my own businesses so I can, you know, take off during the week if I want to um, go out on a boat or, you know, go up in the mountains or do something like that. I, I don't have to do it when uh, a lot of the folks are out there on their weekends. But I-70 is impossible. It can be an eight-hour drive coming back, especially in the winter when the traffic is slowed down. I, I get on the, uh, I do the side streets. I'll find a back way, go over um, one of the passes, and you know it takes longer, but at least you're moving. You're seeing beautiful mountains, and and it may not actually take longer. It would in a normal weather or normal driving, normal traffic, but it's impossible. Colorado has absolutely done nothing for our roads. I travel Parker Road. My law firm is on Parker Road, 2821 South Parker Road. So that's just past 225 in Parker. It's just before Yale. And I live down uh, near Broncos Parkway and Parker Road just past Foxfield. So I'm on Parker Road all the time. I and the king of a pinball machine at a sports bar in Parker, right off of Parker Road. Literally the grand champion on the machine. Check it out. My initials are there. And I shop in Parker. Um, just on and on and on. And Parker Road is a disaster. All year, since spring right through the summer, they had lanes tied up, blocked off, Long waits just to get into my own neighborhood a couple of times if I didn't time it just right. And all they were doing on Parker Road was carving up slabs of concrete and then replacing another big, giant square. They didn't pave anything. They didn't smooth anything. They haven't covered anything. 
They don't put asphalt over these concrete slab roads, apparently. And so the slab itself is a nice, new, smooth slab of concrete. But it's a huge bump between this that slab and the next. And apparently they're rubbing together. There's some design problem with the road. I don't know. Because they put some kind of rubber junk between the slabs. And there's a couple slabs on Parker Road. And they don't hurt anything. You know, I've hit them on my motorcycle. I've hit them in the cars. They don't hurt anything. But the, the rubber or whatever it is, it's black and gooey. It's, maybe it's asphalt or I don't know. looks rubbery. It is squeezed up between the cracks between the slabs and literally hanging up. Like, you know, you put too much mayonnaise on your sandwich and you squeeze it together and, the, and, and it just goops up. What in God's name are they doing? Oh, we need more tax money. They've, they've got 28 different fees. I registered a couple of cars and I got my little receipt and there's 27. Well, I didn't count them, but there's, there's more than a dozen Maybe almost two dozen different individual charges. Thirty-four cents for this. The bridge tax. The the get new employees for the county office fee. I said tax. Smack my mouth. The Colorado Supreme Court clarified it's not a tax as long as you only call it a fee. They've got all of these things, all of them, and they don't fix the damn roads. I think. Someone running for governor could run on a ticket of, I will fix the damn roads. Now, I guess I know a guy tried that in New York. His, 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 I think he changed his name to something like Fix the Damn Roads or something. He was John Fix the Damn Roads uh, hooligan or whatever. Um, he was fun to listen to. But it's such a joke. They've grown the size of the state government by a third, I think I heard um, – Heidi Ganahl say the other day, by at least a third, by over 33%. That's just more and more bureaucrats, more and more tax collectors, more and more regulation enforcers, and nothing works. Nothing is efficient. Nothing is good. First responders, I'll take my hat off to them because they still deliver. But this big, giant government that... uh, Jared Polis has grown and thrown its weight around ever since COVID-19 on through. And now, of course, it's election time. So he's sending us our $750 Tabor tax refund with a nice letter. I passed a law that said we could get you this money early. Oh, God, vote for me. Totally illegal if he'd said one word about voting. It's just been a disaster, a disaster. But I digress because we do have callers on the line. Let's get back to our great callers here on the Stuff and Tub Show with Barbara in Aurora. Good evening, ma'am, and welcome. Hi, Randy. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for waiting. I want to address the issue of voting. Uh, if you've ever noticed, the Democrats could put up a known axe murderer who rapes nuns and small children, <laughs> and the Democrats band together without a question or a dissenting voice and say he's our man. Well, Republic- but before you um, before you go to Republicans, let me just emphasize that point by pointing out that the Democrats put up a presidential candidate who's not only demented, but according to his daughter's diary, took showers with her and which she called inappropriate. She now has sex addictions and sex problems. 
and he married the girl who at 14 used to come and babysit for his children before his wife died. You can find pictures on the internet of her sitting on his lap as a young girl. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're not being that facetious. You're not exaggerating very much. Look at the current putative president of the United States of America. I, I'm amazed I haven't been banned, but every time I see him on Facebook, all I write is beady-eyed senile pervert. <laughs> beady-eyed senile. And it, yeah, the eyes are bad, aren't they? That There's a blackness to yeah, him now. And I know that's part of the disease, I'm sure. So on to the, well, no, I used to be uh, the director of an Alzheimer's-assisted living facility when I lived in Texas, yeah. and that really is not. His anger is. That's part of it. And the sexuality, I would say, was part of it because it is for many with dementia, but he wasn't demented when he was 30. He was just an idiot. He was a lying idiot, a plagiarizing idiot, a law school cheat, the bottom of his class, dropped out of two presidential candidacies because of being caught on his lies. So, yeah, you, yeah. again, aren't exaggerating. This is the best the Democrats have, and they somehow got him into the White House by hook or by crook. Yeah. So on to uh, the Republicans in Joe Day. I am 100% pro-life. I think abortion is murder because I believe, like science says, that life begins with conception. So when I voted in the primary for Joe Day, I had to hold my nose and vote because the alternative was not going to work. And I think uh, you go with Reagan's 80-20 rule. And the abortion thing can overrule so much, I had to really force myself. But I felt he was the stronger candidate, had the money, and had a better chance of winning. So I, I just urge everyone, when the general election comes, if you have to hold your nose or have two stiff drinks before you fill out your ballot, we have got to win. Did you hear the comments from uh, from my friend Trevor Loudon that I played earlier from my one of my Saturday shows a couple of Saturdays ago? No, I was I just was able to tune in. I was out doing some things. Well, let me for people who are just tuning in because especially uh, this time of day, a lot of people come in and out. Um, you know, I'm the Republican National Committee man, so part of my duty is to try and elect as many Republicans as possible. I like you are pro life. It is a fundamental issue for me. Other things in the Republican platform that matter to me, I want and expect all of my Republican candidates to understand it, believe in it, and push for it. And I know Joe O'Day falls short on some of those things. Uh, and Trevor Loudon, nobody is more concerned about the future of America and electing strong, you know, America first um, people into these positions of power. And here's what he had to say a couple of Saturdays ago. Uh, look, in the primaries, we vote for the most patriotic, conservative, hard, hardcore, grassroots activists we can. But the primary objective right now is stopping the communists. And the Democrats are communists now. That's reality. So I'm not happy with some of the Republican candidates around, as I'm, you know, a lot. But we have to stop the communists. So we all have to get out and vote. And we use the primaries to get rid of the weak Republicans and put in strong Republicans. 
That's where we are right now. I don't see that as necessary evil. That's just the practical politics that we see in front of us right now. Absolutely. If I was in Colorado, um, I'd absolutely be getting behind it and be, I'd be pushing them and pushing them on the social issues as much as possible. But we have to stop the left because if the left gets another term of office in the country, we, we ain't seen nothing yet compared to what they're going to do to us. Yeah, it's a very practical look at exactly what you were just talking about, Barbara. That's a very smart man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's tremendous. The books he's written, the, the exposés he's done on the enemies within our own Congress, within the church and elsewhere, are just extraordinary. If you don't know Trevor Loudon and you're on the Internet at all, check out TrevorLoudon.com. He is a wealth of information. Um, I, I will look him up. I will definitely look them up. And then the other thing is the Republicans. Mitch, Mitch McConnell saying, um, yeah, well, if they go on personalities, Trump's in trouble. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know? I'll tell you what, if you'd think if we went on personalities, Mitch would be in trouble. <laughs> Amen. Talk Amen. about a soft I, sponge. Man, the man is as strong as his chin. <laughs> I'll tell you what, nobody's got much more personality than Trump out there, that's for sure. But, uh, yep. well, I, I really, I appreciate you waiting to weigh in. And, and I, you know, I, this is hard for me because I'm going to have to live with this vote for the rest of my life. And if Joe Day manages to get elected and, you know, turns into a Mitt Romney or um, I, I'm sure he's going to vote for Mitch McConnell for leadership, that that seems obvious. But the idea that somehow every bit of power we can chip away from Democrats and, and having majorities on committees and all of those kinds of things are very, very important factors. Um, and in Colorado, let's face it, it's a blue state. So to get a, re, a, a Republican in, even if he's not our first choice, is uh, is a very big deal. And uh, One more quick thing, yeah. and then I will let you go. But have you seen the Democratic ad where they talk about O'Day being pro-life and they're worried about their daughters because they can't get an abortion. And that is just sneaky Pete because what that forces O'Day to do, which I hope he doesn't fall for it, is come out and say, no, I am pro-abortion. Mm, that is very – they're smart over there on the left, but uh... – I, it really looks like the establishment Republicans, the big money Republicans, the folks, the Bush Republicans see something in O'Day. Carl Rove was here doing fundraisers for him. I know that Joe has been around the country uh, raising the kind of money that it will take to put up a viable and powerful campaign against Michael Bennett. And now they've been wrong before, um, but they see something here. And uh, man, oh, man, I, I as much as I disagree with those folks most of the time. I sure hope they're right. We need to stop Michael Bennett because that's uh, that's abortion right out of the birth canal, you know, right right through the birth. So, and somebody needs to sit Joe down and make him watch some movies of abortions. Yep, I I hear you. I know that um, some of the most avid avid promoters of the pro life agenda in Colorado have tried to have some of those conversations with him, but. You know, as we're 70 days away from the election, I'm, I'm really uh, – yeah, I get drawn into these conversations because they're so significant, so important, and, and my listeners I know are focused on that quite a bit. Um, 
But with 70 days to go, I think it's we've got to start working on to stop talking about all of our differences and instead focus on just trying to bring this thing home because victory victory is quite a salve. It's quite a, a bandage in these times of trouble. And then we've got time to work on a Joe O'Day if we get him into office and see if we can help him understand why we're so passionate about these issues. Amen. Thank you for your time and for your leadership. God bless you, Barbara. I really appreciate that, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Labor Day. Thanks. You as well. All right. Everybody on the lines, we've got to sit tight because it's time for another, what did Rush Limbaugh used to call him? Um, the, commer- the commercial, oh, oh I'm going to have to look that up now. It was great. It was great. you you got to pay the bills. That's all there is to it. Anyway, it's 543. It's the Stefan Tubb Show. I'm Randy Corcoran from Saturday evenings at 5 p.m., and you're listening to 710-KNUS. All right, you give me that. And I will give you this. Freddie Mercury, on the anniversary, 76 years old today, had he lived. I wonder if creepy, sleepy, demented Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley, was hearing songs like that, Don't Stop Me, Don't Stop Me, when she wrote things like this in her diary. I remember lifting up my skirt in second grade and showing the boys my underpants, hypersexualized at a young age, what does this do to? Was I molested? I think so. I can't remember specifics, but I do remember trauma. I remember not liking the blankety blanks house. I remember somewhat being sexualized with Caroline. I remember having sex with friends at a young age. Showers with my dad. Probably not appropriate. And on and on and on. Brian apparently has some history to offer about the Ashley Biden diary. So, Brian, thanks for waiting. Welcome to the Stefan Tub Show. Randy, you and uh, you and Matt Dunn holding down the radio station. Seriously, you guys call it the way it is. And I, I just wanted everybody for a refresher about this whole diary. How did it come about that it got exposed? Let's see. I, I'm trying to remember now. I know it's you can find it. It's it's been almost released in its entirety. I think it was a college roommate or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She left it by. It's almost like they were crying out for attention. It's almost like they were just like Hunter. It's almost like they wanted it to be exposed. Um, both of them were like crying out for attention. But these are the who the Democrats are voting for. And every time you mention it, they just say, "Oh." QAnon, conspiracy. That's in his own daughter's words. Yeah. Did I mean, uh, this is this? It, it, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just. I just pulled up a town hall. Don't don't lose your train of thought. We've still got about four minutes left. But uh, 
Two Florida residents pleaded guilty to stealing President Joe Biden's daughter's Ashley Biden's diary and then selling it to the conservative group Project Veritas. So apparently it was stolen. Yeah. Um, huh. I, I don't know. Let's see. And then didn't Go the ahead. FBI come in and raid the house of the leader of Project Veritas who had the information? They Wasn't bu- the FBI involved in that one too? Trying yeah. To hide it? Yeah, they busted into his apartment and uh, handcuffed him. Sure enough, James O'Keefe, oh, the uh, the founder of Project Veritas, um, I've had him on the show before, and he and I gave speeches. Gosh, in fact, I was I emceed an event before he was um, really as big time as he is. He had just done that sting um, where they where he pretended to be a, a pimp, and he had a young beautiful woman with him who uh, pretended to be a, a prostitute, and they took down Acorn the uh, grassroots activist organization, an arm of the Obama administration, uh, because ACORN was willing to help them set up homes to bring girls as young as 12 from, I think, Colombia into the United States for sex. Do you remember all that? That's that's what put James O'Keefe on the map was the ACORN sting. And Hannah Giles was the... I do, and you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. You called. I can talk all day. Well, you know what I find... (laughs) You know what I find funny is the FBI is sitting there. They, the, every, I'm not a lawyer, but evidently they sealed the records from the trial of uh, Epstein's, what was her name, Maxwell. They sealed all the uh, the uh, people that were, because you have to have a, a victim, right? So the victims, to, uh, to uh, prosecute Maxwell... You have to have the Johns. You have to have the girls testifying on who they were sleeping with. So we got the FBI protecting all these child molesters, right? Yeah. We, we, Seems we like don't it. get to know who they are. Yeah, it's not, it's not filmed. We don't get to know who these child molesters are. The FBI is protecting them. So it makes me wonder who's running around the upper echelons of the FBI. What have they done? I mean – this whole thing is sick, and we know, we know by her diary that. Uh, I mean, come on, guys, taking a shower with your daughter. This is. I want somebody on the left to call in, and and not say QAnon and not say conspiracy. I want you to explain to me how taking a shower with your daughter is cool. There's this guy is a freak. He's a weirdo, and the more we hear. It's all about this child molestation. I mean, it's gross. Well, and it you know, me old in my I, I've actually gotten called out and yelled at for referring to Joe Biden as as uh, pedo Joe. But if you go online and just look for the videos of him sniffing little girls, putting his hands on little girls, gazing at little girls at inappropriate places, uh, it is at, it is as creepy as can be. There's a video during the swearing in of Cory Gardner where where uh, Biden put his hands on Cory's daughter. Um, former Attorney General oh. Jeff Sessions slapped Biden's hands away from his granddaughter as they were walking through a receiving line. Slapped them away. It's all out there to be seen. So uh, you know, yeah, come on, leftists, call and tell me just how morally bankrupt. Um, Donald Trump is. I, whatever Donald Trump did in his past, he became the finest president we've had in my lifetime. We're at the hard wall, Brian, but I'm so glad you waited to weigh in. And thanks for the plug for my buddy Matt Dunn and Backbone Radio. We're going to be 
We're going to be doing the weekend nights now together, he and I. So that's pretty cool. God bless you, sir. Happy Labor Day. All right, final hour of the show. William Jacobson, Legal Insurrection. That's next on the Tub Show, 710-KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.